Hello and welcome back to the ECA Belfast podcast, the show you want to be listening to if you want to level up in the fitness industry, no matter where you are. So whether you're a client, a coach, a gym owner, you're going to get value from this next episode. Coach Steve here. Coach Andrew. How are you doing, bud? I'm really good, mate. I'm exce- really excited for this one. Me too, because we have a special guest with us today. The special guest, believe it or not, guys, something amazing's happened. I'm so excited about it. We got ourselves a soundboard. Yeah! Oh, yeah, baby! Oh. <laughs> this is the least serious fitness podcast there is. <laughs> this is the worst thing to happen in oh, all of entertainment history because I will just be abusing this. We haven't programmed any sounds into it in particular, as you can tell. Um, that one was, I think it's labeled as cheesy porno. I, uh, <laughs> you are now pregnant. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I guess you could say things are getting pretty serious. They are. Darren's even left us in charge with hitting the record button. I freaked out. He said, just hit the record button. I was like, no, that's you. He was trying to teach us about sound things, and I have no idea. <laughs> he kept saying, kept saying things about DBs. DBs. I was like, what, dumbbells? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just went full fitness chart. <laughs> he was saying about him saying, you know, the Matrix, all the numbers. Aye coming down he just sees things in sound waves <laughs> <laughs> for me if i was looking at that chart it would be like me just staring at a fire that's pretty that's just ridiculous Class. i don't understand it but i don't need to no idea because darren does it was like when i done my civil engineering degree I hadn't a fucking clue what was going on <laughs> most of the time <laughs> right getting carried away so this uh episode basically is going to be a wee bit of quick fire for two reasons last one was a wee bit long uh, we've got some good content in some of the previous episodes that um, if you haven't already listened to any why, of Why the, are you here? Yeah, just go back, listen to all that great content, listen to this one. This is going to be quick fire. We uh, are going to answer some of the most Googled fitness questions of 2022. Are you ready? I'm ready. You ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got your phone out? Oh, well, it's all. Oh, just, it's not all I've got out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there he goes. Soundboard. soundboard, take it away from me now. And how did you lose all your listeners? Give Steve a soundboard. Yep, absolutely. So, question number one. The <laughs> <laughs> worst idea ever, Darren says. <laughs> oh, question number one. <laughs> what are the 10 best exercises? Yes, all of them. Yes. That is the most, that's the least amount of context ever. Yeah, so... Why 10? I don't know why 10. Probably someone who's Googling it, wanting to put together their own... Program. Workout Mm. or their own program or something like that. So, I mean, if we take it from that angle, um, let's let's get serious for a wee second. Yeah, we'll try. Just just for a second, though. Just for a second. Um, Let's talk about the kind of movement patterns, I suppose, that should be included in any program. Yes. Let's go. First... I would say push. So that's things like your bench press, overhead press. I mean, you could have lower push. Well, we'll get there. Yeah, because that kind of... That comes into it. Yeah, that comes into it. But um, anything that involves triceps, I suppose. Yeah, just imagine like a pushing motion. I think it's getting away from your body. Yeah. That sort of... Dumbbells, barbells, kettlebells, machines, anything that you're pushing away from your body. Next one, then the opposite of that, pull. pull. Mm-hmm. 
So chin-ups, dumbbell rows, barbell rows, that pull-down machine, yep. anything where you're bringing weight towards you yep. or hands towards you. One. Next one after that then? Squat. Squat. Squats. Yep. Pretty self-explanatory. That kind of comes into, you know, any variation as well. Barbell, goblet squats with kettlebells, dumbbells. Mm-hmm. Hinge. Yes, which is a hard one. Mm. It's a very technical one. Go for it. Get deep. Deadlift. Mm-hmm. We spoke about this. Yep. Deadlift doesn't hurt your back. How you deadlift hurts your back. Yep. Um, swing. Anything to do with the hamstrings. Glutes, RDLs. RDLs, glute, glute bridge, hip thrust. Yep. Anything that's moving the hip. Anything that moves around the hip. Put it that way. Uh, so we've had push, pull, squat, hinge, carry. Carry. Wire and carry is good. Strong as fuck. <sighs> grip strength. Love a good carry. Neglected. Yeah. Big time. So well, you've got two types of grip strength. You've your crush grip, which means making a fist. Mm-hmm. And you've got pinch grip. Which is like when you fingers pinch a pen. Oh yeah, climbing would be more. When I did climbing, would be more like pinch grip. You don't really ever need to really train that unless you want to grip a fucking back pen for dear life. So pinch grip there, you could do in the gym with plates. Two plates. Yeah, grabbing onto the the very very sides of the plates just yeah. with fingertips. Um, other carries include like farmers carries where you've got a heavy weight in each hand walking up and down. Yep. Suitcase carry one handed. Yep. Um, there's so many overhead carries, searcher carries. Yeah. I mean, the same as all of these kind of movement patterns. They are just patterns, but the specifics you can you can pick and choose whatever the hell it is that you want to, as long as you're covering it. Yeah, and if you don't have the room to carry it, as in like walk with it, just stand with it. Oh yeah, same thing. Like a hold, like a hold. Yes, yeah. same thing. Uh, next one: push, pull, squat, hinge, squat, hinge carry. carry, lunge, or like um, gate. It would yeah. be called gate pattern. Go ahead, explain so, that one. Like lunge, split squat, um, single leg, RDLs, anything that you're doing on like a one leg, mm-hmm. both lower push and pull, if yeah. that makes sense. So like split squats, single leg RDLs. Lateral lunges. Lateral lunges, Cossack squats, anything like that. Okay. And then the last one, rotation or anti-rotation. Well, I would say that rotation is probably more popular. You know, like you'll see people doing things like Russian twists for their abs and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But anti-rotation, you don't see as much of. No, I don't see a whole lot of that. So talk us through anti-rotation, like pal-off press. Pal-off press. So how that would normally look is if you are standing, say, beside a barbell rack mm-hmm. and you tie a resistance band to it, mm-hmm. you will be perpendicular to the band. So the band will be coming across your body. Yep. Take a big step away from the rack until there's loads of resistance on the band and don't let the band rotate you towards the rack. So, yeah, so the band is basically going to try and pull your yep. body towards the squat rack and it's your job to resist against that. Yep. Um, like things like dead bugs, uh, single arm farmer's carries or suitcase carries. Yeah. Uh, single arm swings. Like anything you're doing on a single arm generally involves, or yeah, Single arm generally involves fight and rotation. Yeah, because you're trying to stop your the rest of your body moving in the opposite direction. Yeah. Or or in the the direction. So like if you're lowering a dumbbell down, you're you're trying not to go with the dumbbell. Yeah. As well. Trying to keep everything nice and neutral. 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 Neutral spine. Neutral ne- spine. Don't forget to breathe. Fucking PT words. Phrases. <laughs> Shit. Cool. So yeah, like we said, those are kind of the 
the ones that you want to cover. And then, yeah, on that, pick the one that's best suited for how you can move. Because we spoke about rehab and prehab last week. Mm -hmm. But, like, don't just pick a barbell overhead press. If And if you, you know, if your upper body looks like fucking Quasimodo, mm. like, don't be pressing a barbell over your head. Something like a single arm dumbbell press. Yep. Even from a, a half kneeling position. Half kneeling position or something might be better suited for you. Yep. Rather than just going, oh, barbell press, I'll do that. And next thing... Your shoulders are fucked, back's fucked. You don't can't go to the gym. Whatever, pick pick the exercises that are suited for how you move. Yeah, and and that may take a wee bit of trial and error. Yeah. So um, yeah, go through it. Maybe even if you're if you're training on your own, if you don't have a coach or something like that, working away in a gym, just get your phone out and do do a video. Um, video yeah. your form and stuff. Compare it to how the movement should look or how it should be performed, and be honest with yourself. Like don't like you're gonna hurt yourself if. If things aren't moving too well, just yeah. be honest and go, is it probably going to hurt me? Maybe. Okay. I should probably change it just to be safe. Yeah. Or what you can do is send it to us. We'll have a wee look at it and give you a wee bit of advice if yeah. you want to. Happily. Happily. Uh, next question. Yes. Get the, the questions get a wee bit deeper. Aye, some of these are way to quick read it. Some of these are fucking deep. Yeah. Like they're thinkers. So uh, why does exercise matter? Why does it not matter? No. As Darren said there, why would you want to live longer? <laughs> no, why the hell would you want to live longer? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen inflation? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> what kind of world are we in? Why would you want to be here any longer? Fucking petrol prices are killing me. <laughs> they get rid of my diesel car by petrol. Oh, Jesus, no. Why does exercise matter? Because you want... To live longer for your kids, for your family, to enjoy the good things in life, to enjoy long walks on the beach, pina coladas and getting caught in the rain whenever you want. <laughs> what if you don't like pina coladas? You can have a buck fast or something, I don't know. <laughs> Hashtag balance. Balance and all yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I mean, actually, like, and it, notice it's exercise, not going to the gym. Yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, it could be out for walking, running, swimming, anything. Yeah, whatever exercise you enjoy, I would say do that because it's gonna, it's gonna help. Just quality of life, It'll quality improve. of life, being healthy. Yeah, not feeling like shit every single day. Yes, physically and mentally. Yep, I think that's in there somewhere. It is. I think it's coming up soon. Um, <laughs> the next one. Which exercise program is best for me? The one that you stick to. Yes. So all those movements that we kind of outlined in the first question, pick and choose once it's suited to you. If you pick something on there, I don't know why you would do it to yourself, but if you pick a movement in there that you fucking hate doing, are you really going to stick with it for mm. four weeks? Are you going to stick with it for eight weeks or 12 weeks or whatever the hell it is that you're going to do? Probably not. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, then you're not going to stick with it. You're not going to continue going to the gym. You're not going to enjoy the program. It's not the best one for you. It's like yeah. asking what's the best dad for you. Yeah, the one you what's enjoy. What's the best dad? The one, the one that you can stick to. Yeah. The one that gets the results that you can continuously do. Yeah. And it not be depressing or a real struggle or hindrance on your day-to-day -day life. Yeah. It's kind of why we give up the bodybuilding style of training. 
made you read my mind because I just immediately thought of GVT. Everything's like Jesus 10 sets of 10. You can't walk straight for about four days. Or small off. Oh, yeah. Fucking four days of squats. I know. Absolutely ridiculous. That's all you do. I mean, do. it's all right for a short while if you want to, like, if you've got to focus on doing, you know, really heavy squats or you want to improve in that way. But and you want a sweet I'm, peach. Imagine doing that all the time. PJ done that, didn't he? The 200 kilo squat. Small of? Small of junior. Uh, I think so. He tried to do it with a bench too. I so I think yes. the way that that works is you're supposed to pick a lower and an upper. Yeah. The to, to work on. But you only end up doing lower. I mean, realistically, if you want to get strong <laughs> at one thing, you should concentrate on that most of all. Yeah, just do one thing. Yeah. yeah. So usually whenever I... See, when I, I explain... I've done the small of junior and I did it for squats as well. Yeah, I did it too for squats. And see, when I explain that to students, it like blows their mind. They're like, what else do you do? And I'm like, no, 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 not what else. It's the only thing you can do physically and <laughs> mentally because you're squatting four times a week and yeah. the volume is fucking ridiculous. On get- top of that though, if you think you're not going to build muscle tissue elsewhere, you've got a heavy barbell on your back. Everything below it has to do something. All those anti-rotational things that we were talking about as well, so you yeah. don't fold like a deck chair. <laughs> Even though you want to sometimes. It is shit. But yeah, that's a good squat program. Yeah. There's a million and one programs out there. Yeah. Like genuinely, there are fucking so many good ones. Either pick one or make one yourself or message us. We can point you in the direction of some programs. Yeah, you would but need need some. Hi, one thing I'll say, some programs are written for people who take gear. And that's like no secret. Like I'm not trying to be funny. Like it's no secret. You know, you've got like the West Side Barbell programs. Um, they are they, like you, to get into that gym as an admission, you have to take Anavar, which is a fucking steroid, right? That's like a thing. If Actually, anyone hasn't watched the documentary on West, or West Side Barbell or doesn't know who it is, it's a guy called Louis Simmons. Recently died there. Rest in peace. He was a fucking genius. But he outright said, he was like, if you want to train in my gym and do my programs, you need to be taking something because the volume's ridiculous. So what we say to the students in here, if you want to go and do that program, take 90% of their 90%. And that's realistic. that's the realistic ratios. So just be careful. Like if you're seeing some yoked powerlifter or whatever, big strong man, or they're just bear in mind, they're not, not all natural. Or anyone who's saying, <clears throat> come on, do my program and to get it, you have to buy my booty band. Nah, yeah, no don't do that. Don't Get do that. Ask us and we'll give you the reputable people. Yeah. The ones we like know that aren't ha- talking aren't shade. talking shade. Because okay. we've either spent time with them or spent time with people who have spent time with them. We either know them or know people know them through people. So yeah. That's all I have to say on it. Next one. Where do I begin with exercise? I like this one. Yeah. I like this question. Um again. Rewind to the very, very start of the podcast. Listen to those movement patterns that we described. But as a general note, it doesn't matter if you have never trained before or perhaps you have trained before and it's been a while since you've been in the gym or maybe you're just back from holidays, coming up Mm -hmm. towards the end of the summer, kids are going back to school. I know some people have been a wee bit too busy to get to the gym as often as they would like to, um, especially over the summer with the kids being off. Yep. And maybe you've got a wee bit more free time and you go, maybe I'll just add another day or two on my training. Yep. All of these kind of things, I would say, go easy on yourself. Mm-hmm. 
Um, don't go in all guns blazing. You will only last a week or two. You mm-hmm. will be aching all over and you will not want to stick it out. Kind of like what was said about the program. What's the perfect program? The one you can stick to. Yep. If if you're working out at too high of an intensity too soon and you're hurting so much, are you realistically going to say to yourself, yeah, let's do that all again? No, you're yeah. probably not. You're probably going to say, why would I even bother? Because... I can't walk straight. I can't look after the kids. I can't walk them down the stairs yeah. properly. You know, everything hurts. It's not going to be sustainable. Okay. Yeah. Go easy on yourself. Build yourself up to it. If you are someone who's already going to the gym and you're adding a couple of days on here and there, like we talked about in a previous podcast, could those days be movement based rather than just adding another upper body day or a lower body day? Could yeah. you just do some mobility training in those or some sort of cardio session. It yeah. doesn't always have to be adding more weights. Yeah, like any program you do that's been written again by somebody who knows what they're fucking talking about, but any program you do undershoots at the start and probably overshoots towards the end because you're ready for it. So, like we've been talking about programming with the students recently there, um, and I've kind of said, you know, most programs go on like a 12-week block basis, so you've mm-hmm. got three, four-week blocks. The first block kind of just gets you doing something. It's like skill work. It's called an accumulation phase. The next block of a program tends to be more hypertrophy focused. So to like just build some muscle tissue. And then it's the last block where the intensity really goes up and it's all like numbers and strength focused. So like if, you, if you're kind of just starting back or you're, you're looking to change program or, or whatever, you, you, like start, you, you start late and you build into it. That's any the basis of any program ever written ever because people know you're not used to the stimulation that is gonna happen so you kind of have to do something at the start yeah which is why when you do a program the first four weeks you're like fuck me it was a bit easy mm-hmm. and then you go second four weeks you're like oh jesus it's getting hard and in the last four weeks you're like fuck i'm blowing out my hole here yeah if you if you peak at the very very start of the program there's nowhere to go yeah where are you gonna go you're not going up no more think of think of a program most of them are written you can imagine, because I know it's not, there's no video here, but like a wave, like it kind of goes up a little bit, then it goes back down a little bit, and then it gets up even higher, it comes back on itself, then it goes up even higher. So it's like on a graph, this little wave that keeps going higher and higher, but the waves are like deloads before it gets really hard again, and then deloads, and then it gets really hard again. Yeah. So just bear that in mind. Yeah. Next question. Oh, we had mentioned it slightly before. How does exercise help with mental health? Yeah, that's a that, that's a that's a big one. There's a lot of guys in the gym here mm. that I've had chats with. And go, so what's the goal? You know, like you like you do. You have these conversations with people when they first start in the gym. And you say, so what's the goal? And they're like, I mean, I'm not here to lose a load of weight or gain a load of muscle or get super jacked or shredded or anything. I just want an art of myself in mm-hmm. the day or have a really stressful job and I just want to take my mind off it, get a wee bit of headspace. Yep. Um, I'm trying to alleviate some stress or, you know, feelings of depression or anxiety or something like that. And I mean, I prefer hearing those things than someone telling me I want to lose weight when they, when they don't really want to, you know, yeah. I would, I would prefer someone saying I'm here for the headspace don't be worrying about my body composition or anything like that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? 
um, whenever you exercise, you release endorphins, it's serotonin, yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, there, there's a there's another thing, not not the interrupting but like I'll probably get a wee bit sancy here, but it's people will relate to it. So you release what's called cannabinoids, mm-hmm. and if anyone sort of knew the start of that, like people go, oh, "Fuck, where's he going with this?" But it it's basically your your body will release that, and I'll probably butch this a little bit, but that's what you know, like endorphins. That's like that high feeling you get when you train. Mm. It's the same thing. So the THC sticks to the cannabinoid receptors, and that's the feeling of getting high when you smoke marijuana. Shh, shh, no, I've never done that. Shh, it's fucking. Shh. <laughs> I'm not getting arrested for this, no. but <laughs> sense. So, like, it's the same feeling. So that's why you hear people say about, like, runner's highs and stuff. Yep. That's essentially what's happening. It's the exact same reaction in the body. Like, the exact same. Wow. On a, like, scientific basis. Mm -hmm. So that's why people, you know, and it's normally people who, you know, have had a bad time with their mental health and stuff. They, they, it almost seems like they're addicted to the gym or whatever, that they're always in the gym. And it's because... And they probably don't understand that. Some people might, some people might not. But that's the thing that's making them feel better and, you know, feel healthier, feel good. But they know it's not destructive, like taking drugs yeah. or drinking, or which is the problem here. Yeah. That's why so many people have mental health issues. I mean, there's, there's a whole there's a hunt, spectrum of why. like but, whole spectrum. But, but a, some, someone who's coming into the gym, they get that feeling rather than going out and drinking or doing drugs or anything like that. That's a hell of a hell of a better way of doing it. Yeah, because they, they, like, I think any of the guys in here anyway that I've spoke to or anyone I know that, you know, has is dealing with those issues, they know turning to those things, it's not going to help. It's going to make it worse because it's, it is a spiral. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm not ashamed to say like I've been there at one point, but it was probably a conversation for another day, but you know, no one going to the gym and it's giving you the same feeling, but it's having a positive effect on your life. I think that's probably like, you know, more impactful for individuals. Yeah. Now, again, people are at different stages. That's why it's such a fucking gray area. And, you know, I tell a lot of coaches to tread lightly there because you don't know what somebody's going through on a on an individual basis. You can't just turn around and go, "Oh fuck, just go to the gym." Like it's it, it's not as easy as that. Yeah. Like some people will get that prescribed to them. Some aren't there. Some are you know at another point before they get that prescribed to them. So, but I think even research and like medical professionals are starting to realize like because of that research, you know, around the brain and how it reacts, that the right place to be is doing something physical not again doesn't have to be in the gym but something physical for like a purpose yeah do you know what i mean yeah because it's generally when humans don't have a purpose again there's studies and research on this it's when humans don't have a purpose when we don't have a job or work and again not like your nine to five i mean like something that fulfills you yeah that is it's a primal thing in us like we have to have something that sustains us and fulfills us and is physically demanding and exerting like mm-hmm. my dog like again perfect example i know i keep bringing him up see if i don't stimulate that fucker he eats my sofa yeah because he's bored and he doesn't and he's depressed and he's he displays all the same tra- uh, traits as somebody 
who is going through a bad time or has, you know, mental health. Like you can actually look at him and go, he doesn't look right. See, the minute you stimulate him, you give him his job, like he has jobs in the house, completely different thing, like completely different dog. Yeah. And we are the same. Like, you know, if you don't have something that fulfills you or sustains you or whatever, again, outside of your nine to five, you don't enjoy that's another conversation. But that's why a lot of people are like, I do like I do ultra marathons or I do marathons or I fucking climb and they do extreme things because they're like that that gives me something to work towards and and do. Yeah, challenge and purpose. Yeah. That's awesome. Um something I feel very deeply of, but again, I think that's a whole podcast episode on its own. I I, I was gonna go down the route of um just even in my own experience. Um in my own experience confidence levels yeah yeah your, massively you know the, the way you hold yourself like mine's was never like I, I never had um a problem with like mental health where i was you know anxious or depressed or anything like that yeah um and i'm i'm probably quite lucky um that that hasn't been a part of why i exercise but certainly whenever i exercise and i'm you know eating a little bit healthier <laughs> moving well, getting a bit stronger, maybe not even noticing massive changes, but I hold myself in a different way. I walk a different way. Yeah. I interact with people in a different way. And it's nothing but positive. Yeah. Like the, the, the difference I know in myself, the difference between me whenever I'm training and eating healthy compared to when I'm training and, you know, just kind of, Coasting, I uh, coasting yeah. by. It's not the same, Stevo. Yeah, for for me it was the same. Eh? Like growing up, you know, I was a fucking beanpole. I still joke about it and stuff. Like I'm no, I'm nowhere near what I used to be built like. like yeah, I'll try and share a photo of it in my social media somewhere. But like I remember walking into a bar in Derry, fucking a couple of years ago with Megan, and there was this wee guy. He was a waiter, and he was running about. He was a fucking lovely kid, but he was fucking tiny. And I mean, like built like me when I was younger, and you could see how nervous he was. And how he carried himself and like all of that. And I just wanted to grab that kid and shake him and be like, man, I know how I can help you. Because mm -hmm. I was that kid. Yeah. And for me anyway, like how fitness changed that about me. Because it was the same, same as you, mate. You know, in my early days, like it wasn't that I was, you know, it was like bad mental health or anything. I just, I felt lost in me and I wasn't confident. I wasn't, you know, I didn't carry myself well. I couldn't fucking speak to girls. I couldn't. Like I didn't have any of that. I wasn't, I wasn't the dude in my friend group that, you know, was like the alpha running. Like it was, I was popular enough in my friend group, but it wasn't, I knew there was something in me going, I need to do something about this. Yeah. And I remember seeing that and getting a wee bit emotional about it and being like, like, I know what that kid's going through. Like I have fucking been there. Mm -hmm. And I, like, it's that person. It's obviously developed who I want to help, but why I got into fitness was that person. Yeah male and female because i know exactly what they're going through yeah so obviously you're going to gravitate towards that because you've had the experience and stuff as yeah. well yeah i mean i think that's enough in itself yeah. get exercising regardless of what it is it doesn't like again these these are all about exercise it's not about the gym yeah do you know what I mean just get out and do something get yourself moving walking swimming whatever yeah the impact that it has on your mental health, you'll notice. Yeah, big time. Can't tell you how soon you'll notice that, but you will notice the difference. Yeah, so you'll you'll notice eventually. Right, moving on. Next one. Which exercise 
helps with weight loss. Yes. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Same Which exercise helps with weight gain? Yes. Oh, all of them. We're on a roll here. <laughs> Absolute roll. Why? What's what's going on there? Why? What's the difference? You know, or why is it not different? Why is it both that? The answers. Why can I not speak English? Um, <laughs> Speaking Spanglish. <laughs> Spanglish. <laughs> why is the answer yes for both of those? Like we said before, like exercise just makes everything better. Like you can't, whenever you train, you will lose a little bit of body fat. You will put on a little bit of muscle. Like again, it's just hand in hand. So you're technically losing weight, mm-hmm. but you're getting stronger. You're getting bigger. You're filling out more. And that is exercise in general because it's physically exerting. You have to use the tissue as in the muscle. It has to do something. It's not like only bicep curls are going to make your biceps bigger. Like if you go rock climbing or if you go fucking grappling, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm in jujitsu, I get a better bicep pump in there sometimes than I do in the gym. I was going to say, see some of the jujitsu guys, their biceps are massive. They're yoked. From gripping onto people. <laughs> fucking huge. No. Like, and you know, rock climbers, like you've seen their backs, like they're not doing strict chin over bar pull-ups they're just moving in eccentric ways you know like there's lo- footballers like you'll see footballers like their calves and their leg development their runners or whatever like they'll be a different build but you'll see them they'll not be you know overweight but underdeveloped they'll be in good shape so just general exercise will help with whatever the fucking goal is the differentiating factor I'm really surprised I said that. Um, <laughs> you had to think. I, I know. <laughs> is uh, the nutrition? Nutrition, yeah, yeah. I never mentioned that. Fucking hate nutrition. I know. You can tell. Eat your veg. Ah, so uh, like again, we mentioned it before it. in a in a podcast before. Calorie deficit for weight loss. Yep. Eating less calories than your body needs to stay at its body weight at the moment. Weight gain, you'd be in the calorie surplus, eating more calories than your body requires <laughs> yep. so that it increases the weight. And then the, the one in the middle there is calorie maintenance. So eating the exact amount of calories required to remain at the, the body weight that you are. Yep. An exercise isn't going to change whether you gain weight or lose weight because whether I'm trying to gain weight or lose weight, I'm still doing bench press. Yep. Or I'm still doing squats, or I'm still doing deadlifts, so it's not really down to that. Yeah, it's about yeah. energy expenditure, mostly through calories in, calories out. Yeah, that that old saying of you can't out train about that, like you can't out train about that. Not at all. The more you do, and again, there's a study on this. Um, something I teach on energy systems. The more you do, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to burn more calories. Like you, you don't just infinitely burn calories. So if you think eating whatever the fuck you want and training like an absolute, you know, fucking gladiator. Like it's, it don't work like that. Mm. Like there was a study done, I think it was on, again on mice. Um, what they noticed was whenever they went from sedentary to moderately active, they burned a certain amount of calories. And then whenever they went from moderately active to extremely active, they didn't really burn any more calories. And it started to show the same in humans because the body pulls energy from other places to so say like I'm a fucking couch potato and I go out and start training 
don't really do much with my dad or whatever. Like I will start to see change and burn energy. But if I keep that up and I don't change my diet and I keep going, if I don't go into a calorie deficit or whatever, the body, like it, it doesn't burn any more fucking calories. Mm -hmm. So there is a point where you need to be in a calorie deficit if you want to see change. But then on the flip side, if you go too far into that calorie deficit, your body will slow you down to preserve energy as well. Yeah. So there's, there's things like people who fidget um yep. will stop fidgeting um you i think you blink less yeah Le uh, libido goes down yeah all these one. kind of things like you women you wouldn't even notice women lose their periods it's a big one on like stage competitors now yeah like the body actually goes i don't have the energy to reproduce yeah so i'm gonna take that away could you imagine being in such a calorie deficit that your body doesn't have the energy to blink as many times as it used to yeah. fuck me, prime example, I ended up in hospital. Remember photo shoot prep? Oh, yeah. When I was doing the course years ago. That's right. I put myself in hospital. I was in that low of calories, like, a couple of weeks out. Talk us about that. Body just broke. Like, I <laughs> like, genuinely just broke. I'm not sure. I have no fucking... <laughs> it sounds mad, but just stopped. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Man, even on. the doctors were hold like, on. what the fuck? <laughs> hold on. Tell us a wee bit more about that. I was, I was just fucked it. <laughs> Literally. Like it just, it just stopped. <laughs> like, so basically what happened, right? I'll run you through the routine quickly because I know we're trying to make this a quick one. But so I, I was working in Tesco at the time, right? And my shift started at half five every morning. And I was like, you know, full fucking bodybuilder mode. What I didn't understand at the time though, because I was still fairly new to like the deeper education of fitness was all them fuckers are taking gear. Yeah. So they can recover. Which goes back to what you're talking about, the programming. I wasn't taking gear. So <laughs> like I'm trying to keep trying up. Trying to keep up. But basically I was getting up at like half three, four o'clock in the morning and I was doing like a little bit of something, like cardio wise or whatever. Then I was getting something to eat. And then I was going to work, working to twelve, doing a weight session going home and then just going about my day or doing the coursework or whatever I was doing. And then like maybe walks and stuff in the evening and then going to bed. I was doing that week in, week out. And then I remember going, I was going to my mate's house for a barbecue, but I was training before it and in pure gym on the Boucher Road. And I left the gym and it was like somebody hit me in the back of the head with a shovel. It's the only way I can describe it. I was like, fuck, I don't feel good. And it was July, no, May. It was like getting warmer, right? And I got up to my mate's house and they were all outside, shorts, t-shirt, it was fucking cracking weather. And I'm sitting with two blankets on me, shivering. shivering. And everyone, like, my, my, my mate was like, Remy was like, are you all right? I was like, I am, I don't feel good. And he was like, you need to go home. So stupidly, I drove home, should not have drove the car, get in through the front door. And my mom looked at me and was like, are you okay? And I just hit the dirt, slept for two days, went to the doctor and told him what was wrong with me. And he didn't even speak. Like he asked me, What's going on? Tell me what's happening. Told him and he just looked at me, got his pen out, started writing a note and it was a referral, the a and &E in the Royal and went, go straight to the hospital. Walked into the hospital and next thing I'm lying on a bed. Do you know when you go into triage now? Mm -hmm. And you have to come back out and wait. I went to triage to a bed. Skipped right like, through. Skipped right through. Straight on drips, getting bloods taken. Talking about doing lumbar punctures, fucking everything. And it turns out I had like a minor hemorrhage in my brain. And a fucking spinal infection. Jesus. I was in hospital for three days. All because I tried to just fucking par through. It was just like, fuck it. You know, just eat. Uh, just keep calories, keep coming down. Uh, trying to expand more energy. And my body just went, nah, it's not happening. 
Life is not that serious, guys. <laughs> you do not need to do any of that. Don't, like, that's why people, if they follow me on, on Instagram, I fucking hate photo shoots. Yeah. And it's for that reason, because you absolutely murder yourself. All to put a couple of photos on Instagram and go, look, I had abs once. Yeah. And like, from I've stopped thinking about aesthetics and started thinking about performance, like I have hands down, I'm in the best shape I've ever been in, in my life, ever. Just from going... I need to get better at choking fuckers out. I need to get it stronger for that. I'm going to eat for that. <laughs> like, literally, that's all I think about now. And people, I'm like, and I'm actually getting more people going to me, like, fuck, you put on a wee bit of weight, or, you know, if, if I'm if I'm in the gym or if I'm getting changed, people are going, fuck, you're looking good. Or, and it's not that I'm doing it for that, but I'm like, even when I was doing photo shoot prep, people weren't going to me, fuck, you're looking well. Or Aye. they were going, you all right? Thought it was fucking sick. Aye. I remember that as well. Whenever I did a photo shoot as well, my dad thought that my dad compared me. Have you ever seen the movie The Pianist? Yeah, <laughs> is it Adrian Brody? Is that is, is that the actor's name? I think it is. He's like escaping Nazi Germany, Jewish guy escaping. Uh, he was like, "You look like him," because at the time I had my beard and all going as well. He was me. like, "There's something not right here. This is too much." And I was like, "It's gonna be over soon. Don't worry, don't worry." And as soon as it was over, it was just back to normal. I was like, "Why? What's the point?" I remember yeah. after my photo shoot, mate, lying in the bar because we all went out for like meal and stuff mm. after. Lying in the bar after fucking eating a burger and drinking a pint. And I was like, I, I feel like I've something's exploded in me. Like my stomach is in agony here. Yeah. In pieces. Like in bits. Couldn't even enjoy my night out. Aye. Ended up going home after it. I was like, what the fuck have I done to myself? Anyway, let's wrap this up with a bit one of, last I was one. A, I was a bit of a rant there, like, but I know. But it, but all relevant. If, if it helps somebody, that's the main thing. This is what why we're here. That, hold on, this is how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Oh, there so good so good <laughs> i just had to use that uh last one then is do you need protein for exercise yes yes um i think maybe the question there well we'll take it from the angle that you just said yes because obviously protein is repair maintaining muscle mass helping with performance, all that kind of essential amino acids come from protein sources. So outside of that, uh, nail growth, mm, hair growth, like yeah. all of that stuff. I mean, yeah, all, all of that stuff. It's, it's not just for your muscles. It's, yeah. it's repair for everything. So you know, like you cut yourself, yep. you're going to use things that, you know, need to repair the skin, repair use, the Use tissue. the protons, as they say in the industry. 100%. I think the, the idea there is maybe going down the route of, do you need protein powder? Yes. For exercise. Yeah. And in that case, the answer is no. Well, it depends. Like everything in the industry, it depends. Keyword being need. I'm going to put well, it that need. way. I, so yeah. You don't need it. No, it's a no. supplement. Um, I think that word in itself has been lost. Supplement. What do you mean? So what is the definition of supplement or supplementary? So if I assume that the idea is that if you aren't getting it from your day-to-day -day yes. intake from food. Yeah. In addition to. Yeah. Yeah. But people think, just hear supplement and go, ah, fucking. It's a supplement. Supplements, pre-workout and all that. Yeah. Mean. But, it, but it's not. It's it's the supplement. supplement. Yeah. So in that sense, protein powder is not needed. Yes. It's not essential. Mm -hmm. However, if you like. The avenue that you were about to go down, because I'm a mind reader, is that if you're not getting enough this protein, this is how good we are on this. <laughs> yep, soundboard, mind reading. What's next? Fucking crystal balls and I know all that shit. 
No, I'm not going to get into all that. You don't, you don't need protein powder if you aren't getting enough protein through your intake through food. Um, then it's probably something you want to look into. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not going to recommend any particular brand or any particular type of protein because we don't know who's listening. We don't know any any allergies or anything yeah. like that. Um, if you want help picking protein, give us a shout on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, protein as well in, in terms of like, like what you were saying about not getting enough, people always think undereating when you're when you're in a surplus as well because protein's very satiating when you eat it as a whole food. Mm-hmm. It's it's easy then. You're like, fuck, I, I can't look at another chicken breast there. I'm sweating. <laughs> so when you get the meat sweats and all, like I've been there. Yeah. I'm still there. But like then you can go, it's easy to to drink something. You know, you you, you don't feel as bloated and stuff when you drink yeah. it. But again, yeah, we're not, I'm not going to recommend nothing. I'm not saying you have to go and take it or whatever. Like keep me out of court, please. But <laughs> like, yeah, we if you, if you want to have a chat with one of us, we can we can certainly get to know your specific problem, and then that's when we can maybe recommend something to do. Yeah, just reach out, give us a shout uh, if you want the recommendation, or kind of like today's episode, if you have any questions or topics that you want us to cover, you can hit us up on Instagram. Also, because along with the soundboard, we've got two extra mics now, <gasps> and we have got a panel of guests oh, lined up. I have been hard at work torturing fuckers they don't want to come on and talk shit to me and you but if you know anyone who you think would add a ton of value to the audience or yourself or you want to hear anyone on this podcast as well as the questions and the topics and topics um let us know and we'll see what we can do yeah so my handle on instagram is at coach.stevo and mine is at coach double underscore andrew again thank you very much for listening and if you got value from this and you know someone who would also get value from this, please share it to your socials or send it to them. We would really, really appreciate that. Keep moving forward. Stay safe.